Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, and we have a great show on the way for you today. Going to be discussing lots of important things when it comes to your finances, retirement planning, and we're going to have some fun along the way, as we always do. That should just be expected at this point. If you're new to the show, Kevin is your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area based in Pinconning. You can find us online as well at insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Kevin, I hope you're doing well, my friend. What's going on? I am, uh, Walter. You know, t- tomorrow is the opening day small game season here in Michigan, so things are happening. I'm going trout fishing. So you're not you're not busy at all, are you? No, <laughs> trout fishing after the show. I hear you, but you've been listening to elk. It's that time of year. It's just a great time of year. That's right. We uh, had to, had to catch the listeners up on our our bugling uh, elk bugling experiences, the the elk rutting. Uh, it was very cool to see. We got to see some elk pretty close up. Uh, not like you know dangerously. We were giving them their space and that kind of thing, but got to see some of the big bull elk and man they're they're uh, just massive animals i mean just really the size you just don't understand until you see them in person and up close really gives you a new perspective and the antlers are just incredibly impressive and it was really neat we got to see one of the bulls kind of you know digging his antlers into the ground a little bit and uh, it was just a really neat experience then we we tent camped and listened all night long as they were bugling back and forth that's awesome yeah yeah it was very chilly but uh, it was worth it to get to hear that and to, to experience it too well, if you come in my office, I found an elk shed, and I have it in my office, and it's huge. And they weigh about twenty pounds a piece, so each one. Really? Wow! So imagine carrying forty pounds on your head or so. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that yeah. would that would give me a sore neck, I think. <laughs> and then they run through the woods so gracefully with all those horns; it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, they do. They are very uh, actually gr- more graceful animals than maybe you would think upon first look. So. Yeah, how big they are. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So there was uh, one of the uh, one of the cow uh, cows was in the campground, like literally in somebody's tent you know pad if you will mm-hmm. and uh, it was so funny because I, I was driving around that morning i went to, to go wash off a dish or something like that and i was circling back through the campground i kind of like just uh, driving through the campground and looking at all the different styles of people's camping stuff you know like you've got everything from the smallest tent you've ever seen to the big rigs but then it's all the stuff that's in between that's really interesting people camping with tents that a, a hook onto the top of their car folks that string together like different you know two or three tents and create like hamster tunnels out of them basically ones that connect to the back of a car like where you're sort of half camping in the trunk and it's very interesting oh the people next to us had a utility trailer they backed in right after we had gotten there and i was looking at him kevin like what what and it was an empty utility trailer so i was like what are they doing with a utility trailer backing in this is going to be interesting to watch and they'd custom built like a tent camping setup on a utility trailer to get them up off the ground. And they had a tent that fit specifically to the utility trailer that had these things that folded off the side of it. And they had a whole setup, a whole, a whole unit. So it's just really interesting to see all the creativity out there, how people 
camp like that. But uh, the camp, the campers are unique individuals. They customize everything. Yeah, it's pretty yes. pretty interesting. So it's con- funny because when you buy a fifth wheel or a motorhome or what have you, a, a regular pull behind camper. You can tell campers don't design those. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that, that's that's right. Yeah, people are they need to pull in some guys like you just seen. Yeah, exactly. Guys. Get real creative. Use every inch of space for sure. Yes. Well, uh, it's fun to hear that you are going to be getting out and about, enjoying this great weather that we're having, Kevin. Uh, before we get too far into the program, I want to remind folks, if you have any questions for Kevin about financial stuff, retirement, as we go through the show today, you can always give him a call at 888-885 plan. That's 888-885-7526. We've got lots of good things to talk about on the show today. We're going to have a little fun to begin things. You know, since we are turning the page into cooler weather and into fall, Kevin, we're going to have a little fun to start off the show today. We're going to talk about the retirement barista. I guess you will be the retirement barista in this case. Uh, We're going to see what we can learn about different types of investors by comparing them to cups of coffee. Now, this may sound completely random, but I think this is going to be a lot of fun because, uh, you know, we all have our our favorite maybe hot drink that we get, right? Or the favorite coffee drink that we like to get at the local store or something like that, whether it be Starbucks or a local place or or Dunkin', whatever it may be. And uh, I think that uh, this will be be a lot of fun. Now, you're not a coffee drinker, right? I am not. You know, I... When I was a kid, I, I told the story about my grandmother serving a slop, and it gave me heartburn with that coffee way back then, so I just stayed you away just from stayed it. away from it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. do you have a hot drink of choice? I mean, are you going for like a hot chocolate this yeah, time I've, of year I, or I cider? Like hot, I like hot chocolate. Okay. I, right. I do like that. Yep. Hot cider I'm not too crazy about, you know, but hot chocolate is the thing I go to. Yeah. Cider's good like in small doses, but yeah. like yeah. I never crave like a big thing of hot cider. But then if you're somewhere and they have some hot cider, you take a couple of sips and you're like, that's pretty good. I like that. It seems like medicine when they do it that way to a me. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. All right. Well, uh, th- this will be fun though, because we're going to go through these different, uh, different identities, if you will. Let's see if they match. Up. So if you're listening to the show today, let's see if your investing and saving identity matches up with your coffee or, you know, kind of hot drink of choice, if you will. All right. So we'll start with the basics, right? We've got straight black, the no frills folks. They just want their coffee regular, nothing fancy. Not much needs to be said about the coffee side of that one, Kevin. Uh, but what about the investor? Is there a straight black investor out there? Well, there is. You know, I could picture my dad fitting in this category. Although, when he drinks coffee, it's usually worth three three scoops of sugar, I think, or three creams. I can't remember right. And I'm like, well, if you're going to drink coffee, why don't you just drink coffee straight black? But uh, this is more like my dad. You know, he wants a more of a predictable investment. You know, conservative, you know, no exciting movements, no up and downs like the stock market. And I can give you a couple of examples. You know, if you're a straight black and, you know, coffee drinker like my dad is, and we can equate it to the investing world, it'd be something like a CD. You go to a bank, you purchase CDs, no frills, nothing really is going on. You get a little bit of interest, maybe a government bond, you know, where you're getting a little bit of interest, although I bonds this time of year are getting over 9% or fixed annuities. So when you get your statement, it's always up. You, you, you never have a downward moment in, in those particular statements. So if you're like that particular, you know, straight black investor, that's probably what you're looking for. No frills, more predictable stuff. You're looking for stability with some form of interest. And there are lots of investments out there. You can get a fixed annuity today paying 4%. And you get the I-bond, like I said, paying over 9%. And CDs are even coming up in interest rates. So if that's you, those are the investments that typically fit someone like that that come into my office when we sit down and we start talking. 
That's a great point. All right, so the straight black investor, easy to understand, easy to get along with, and uh, it's a good thing to know kind of these personalities when people come in to meet with you, Kevin, because then that probably dictates you know some of the directions that you point people in, or at least it tells you a little bit more about their personality and maybe what's important to them when it comes to investing and saving. That really helps you then craft the plan a little bit, at least those first steps, right? It does. It, it helps a lot. Now, maybe I need to add, or add to my questionnaire what kind of coffee drink you're There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's right. like a sneaky, <laughs> sneaky way of getting to know somebody's personality a little <laughs> bit, perhaps. Uh, well, maybe that gets revealed more and more as we go through this, uh, this segment of the show. Uh, let's go into the next kind of coffee drinker. And this is going to be the most common, right? Your, your cream and sugar. Just the, the, the two basics that most people will add to their coffee. If you want to get really specific, what is it, Kevin? Like uh, two creams, two sugars. Isn't that sort of the assumed, uh, the assumed regular drink of most folks? Something like that. And I've heard my dad always say, senior coffee. So, um, oh, you know, se- so senior coffee, okay. senior coffee, two creams, two sugars or whatever it is. Oh, that's he, great. I hadn't heard that before. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that make, that was a senior coffee. I like that. He makes sure he gets that in there. Yeah. But if we look at that type of person, you know, they haven't necessarily, you know, got on the computer, taken any classes, really no financial background, but they've been one thing. They've been consistent. You know, if we talk to people like this, they've been contributing to a 401k for 20, 30 years and at the end of that 20 to 30 years, because it's a long-term investment, they end up in a really good position. When you come into my office, I can tell if you're this type of person because you you set it and you forgot it. You just automatically had that contribution taken out of your paycheck and it just accumulated over the years and now you're getting close to retirement and now you have a, you know, a, a nice sum to go into retirement with to get you to and through. By the time you know they've been doing 20 or 30 years, they've seen how many ups and downs, Walter? 20, 30? Uh, yeah, a lot. Well, a they, lot of ups and downs. They've been on that roller coaster. And and the good thing is they pretty much just let it go, and they did, it did its thing. for over. But over that time frame, they probably averaged 8, 9, 10% because they didn't try to time the market. They just got in. They were steady. They were methodical. They just kept doing it week in, week out, every paycheck, and it added up to be a, a pretty good sum, and now it's going to help them in retirement. Let me ask this before we go on to some of these other types of investors and, and coffee drinkers. It seems like the straight black and the cream and sugar folks are relatively straightforward, easy to work with, um, really benefit from planning. But do you face any challenges with folks who are you know, in these investing profiles? Do you have to push them in different directions, challenge them a little bit? I mean, do, do these folks have any like weaknesses exposed? Because it sounds all good on the surface so far. Well, let's take the straight black, for example. Um, you know, they don't want anything to do with the market typically. But in some cases, you're going to have to take some risk in order to get you to and through retirement. So that's, like, like when inflation's like it's been this year? Exactly. I mean, you just go to the grocery store, you go to the gas pump, right? So we have to have that conversation and we have to point out we need to have some risk. We don't maybe necessarily have to take all risk. But we need to take some risk, so that means the market. Why? Because we've got to keep up with inflation. That's the only really uh, investment out there that has kept up with inflation over the years. So that's a good example. All right. That makes a lot of sense. All right. So sometimes you're behind that person in line, and we're going to pick on these folks just a little bit because it's fun to do so. And hey, we're all uh, we're all friends here. We're all picking fun at each other just a little bit. So bear with us here if this is you. It's okay. We're, we're, we're all, we all have our preferences. But I love it when I'm in line behind somebody at the coffee shop, and Kevin, I hear him go, uh, yes, I'll have the non-fat, sugar-free soy vanilla latte with caramel drizzle, light whip with two stir sticks. <laughs> or or something like that, you know, the, the, like the highly, highly customized drink. Well, 
Now, I'm not a coffee drinker, but lots of people I hang around with are coffee drinkers. So I've seen that type of person. So like you said, the classic overthinker when we come to that. Now, these people come to my office not very often, but the classic you know, overthinker has a couple of things. You know, They're all in common. They make financial you know, situations unnecessarily complicated, and they just overthink everything. Walter, have you ever gone on a trip? You're going to plan a trip, but you want to buy airline tickets? Uh, yeah, I'm actually in the midst of it right now, and I could have bought tickets. Uh, I bought the return tickets and booked the hotel for when we arrive, but I haven't booked the tickets to actually get to the destination yet because I'm waiting to see if they drop a little bit further. Well, they, that's the classic example. Am, am I right? proving your point? Yeah, you're proving my <laughs> point because you. And then what happens if you wait too long? Well, so far the tickets have only gone up, so I, sh- I at least at this point I should have just bought them right off the bat. Exactly, because you, you're overthinking it, aren't you? I am. You're trying to think. You're thinking maybe I can get a better deal. This I call it analysis paralysis. I'm taking a lot of risk to mm. save. Ultimately, you know, maybe if I time it right and luck out, maybe forty dollars. Right. But the upside is much higher if I don't get this right. Exactly. So you know, you tend to overthink, and you you know, and what happens when you do that? You're going to miss out on opportunities. It's just plain and simple, right? Maybe you sit on the sidelines and you didn't get involved. I can tell you of a person who came in like three years ago and he keeps coming in, but he's been sitting on the sidelines because he thinks the market is going to tank. And in these three years, we've had some very good opportunities and we pointed those out, but he's just still sitting on the sidelines because he's overthinking. He, you know, he wants to research things to the end, which is some cases is okay. But it's he's missed all that opportunity. I mean, last year the market was up pretty good. This year it's you know it's depending where you're at. The year before was up pretty decent. And by overthinking, by trying to pick the best time to get in, by trying to see if this investment fits, you miss out on opportunities. Don't let that happen to you. You know, investing straightforward. If you think there's, we said it last week, stock market downturns are normal. They're going to happen, and so are stock market upturns. They're going to happen. But what we're looking at is a long-term investment. Try not to overthink it. Because we have 10, 20, 30, 40 years to go before we need to start thinking about do we take some risk off the table? Those types of conversations. So if you're starting on early or even if you're retired, you're 60 years old, we still got to think 20 years in the future, 30 years in the future, because we have a long time, hopefully, while you're still here and we need to make decisions to get you to into retirement. Well, if you have questions about your financial plan and how you can do what Kevin just said, get to and through retirement, get more of your questions answered, have more confidence in your plan and your financial financial future, give them a call at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You can come in for a complimentary review of your financial situation and start going through the planning process. It is the simplicity planning process that Kevin and the team will take you through at Insight Folios. Kevin's been serving you for about 30 years now in the Pinconning and Tri-City area. Uh, lots of experience, born and raised locally, and uh, he knows what's important to you know folks here in the area, w- what you're looking for in life, in retirement, and in your future. So pick up the phone, give him a call at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526 with any questions that you might have. All right, I don't want to uh, give up just yet on our on our coffee drinker conversation here, Kevin. I got two more examples for you. Uh, by the way, classic overthinking. I went and checked the flight prices right after we mentioned it. There, <laughs> it's up another ten dollars today. So there you, there you go. You missed an opportunity. But but see, the day before and the day after, it's it's even it's like a sixty percent discount. So it's like, why can't they make this day? the same price as the previous day. So I'm, I'm still holding out that they're just, they know I'm looking 
and so they're they're you know they know my IP address. They're they're looking at me and they're they're jacking the price up on me. That's what that's my conspiracy theory. You have to go check on another computer and see what happens. Yes, yes, yes. exactly. I I do have a theory that they do that to you because this almost always seems to happen. If you check a flight and the price looks great, but you don't book it that day, you come back the next day, boom, it's totally different price. Seems to happen uh, all the time. In any event, back to the coffee conversation. There was a drink that Starbucks had, came out a couple years ago. I don't know if they still have this or if it's like a seasonal thing or a special edition. Maybe they still do. But it was called the Unicorn Frappuccino. And it was just this big, ugly-looking, pink-blended, frozen, icy drink that probably contained as much sugar as, I don't know, maybe two or three days worth of, you know, the total sugar intake you should probably have all in one in one drink. So who is the, uh, what's the financial relationship to the unicorn frappuccino drinker? Wow. Too much of a good thing, right? So when I say too much of a good thing, what, is, what comes to mind, Walter? Well, the, the sugar in that case, right? Too much right. sugar too is much sugar, n- not a good thing. How do we apply it to, say, uh, an investor? I could see that being like um, too, too much in one stock. Like if you have a stock that you're really passionate about, maybe it's company stock or just yep. one, one that's been a winner in the past and you're just a little overloaded there. Yep, gold, right? Oh, Bitcoin, gold, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, the company stock. You know, I've, I've seen all of these cases where people come into my to my office. You know, we had one person. He had, uh, you know, one of the local companies, all of his money in that particular stock. I'm like, geez, you know, we need to diversification here. But he was so hopped up on that stock that he thought it was going to be a winner, and it took a dive. And then we have a client who's a classic, you know, would you call it pink unicorn frappuccino? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. He's a classic that, you know, he hears about something, he researches it, and by the time he researches it, he'll call me, and then guess what happens by the time he researches it? Oh, he, like the rest he, of the world's figured it out by then too, right? Exactly. They're all on board, the price is up, and, you know, you've, you've missed that, that opportunity, if there was an opportunity there, to do that. So too much of one thing is not a good thing. We've all heard of Enron, we've all heard of, you know, um, General Motors and, and Chrysler, where they went bankrupt. If you held all your stock in that, that's not a good thing. You need diversification. We know, we've know we known that. We've heard it for 20, 30, 40 years. All our life, we've heard that diversification helps. So if one company tanks, we have many others standing in the background. So don't stock up on too much of a good thing that if you think it's a good thing, because sooner or later, good things generally don't stay good things. All right, last coffee drinker example, and then we'll move on to something else. Uh, and this would be the folks that just love espresso shots. They they don't get the whole cup of coffee. They just get those little tiny drinks with the espresso shots, that quick jolt. Or maybe even they do take the espresso shots, but they pour it into coffee. They add the espresso shots into coffee or extra shots into you know whatever mocha or latte drink that they're having. Or even maybe the like super, super duper version of this is the folks that are doing like an espresso coffee drink mixed with Red Bull or something like that. <laughs> so these are the folks that just want lots of caffeine and they want it efficiently, right? Now, this reminds me of my buddy Bruce there out in New Hampshire. Bruce is an Italian, so he drinks espresso shots when he's tired at night. And we'll be talking like this, and then he has maybe one, maybe two. Then all of a sudden, he's talking like this, and I know it's hitting in. And um, so it's, That's it's, so funny. It's, it's and funny doing it at night, that. wow. Yeah. yeah, just because he gets up like 3 o'clock in the morning, so you need something to get him through. Uh, that. But that person, if, we, if we're going to equate it, that person you know, tries to hit home runs with their investments. Should we buy Bitcoin? Should we get in on it? You know, well, but like we said just a minute ago, by the time you get on it, get in on it, it's probably made its run up. What about Silicon Valley? What about IPOs? You remember the IPO craze a few years ago, Walter? Yeah, it seemed like there was uh, one every week coming out that people were raving about. Yeah, and then what happened to them later on? 
Uh, I think a lot of them definitely dropped, right? A lot of them dropped. Price-wise, you know. yeah. And then you, you have, uh, I've heard a lot of commercials about option trading. You know, you can, you can buy options. Well, then you're leveraging your money. That's a real long shot in some cases. But these people are always chasing the long shots. By the time you hear about a certain investment, like I said, you typically miss the run-up at an investment. Steady Eddie, you know, the tortoise and the hare story. You want steady, you know, tortoise going towards the finish line. You've got a long term. Treat your investments like that. You know, it's okay to take some shots at it, but just do it with the money you can afford to lose. Don't put your bulk of your assets that are going to get you two and three retirement in one particular investment trying to hit the home run. It doesn't work typically in most cases. Steady Eddie, the tortoise and the hare story. Keep that in the back of your mind and go forward. Be like that methodical person we talked about a little bit ago. Put money in every week forget about it let it build up over years and over years typically you're going to be fine so keep that in the back of your mind and and um you know like i say it's okay to play with a little bit of money but don't play with your you know with your whole basket of money steady eddie and methodical melanie something like that maybe something like that yeah, yeah. all right i like it uh well there you go some fun breakdowns of different investing personalities compared to maybe coffee drinking type status we didn't have the chance to cover the hot chocolate drink or the i don't do any sort of coffee i just do hot chocolate so we'll have to come back and maybe do that <laughs> at, at a later date for you yeah that'd be me that, so that, that'll be, that'll be you yeah you'll have to yeah, figure yeah. out what your comparison would be there yeah. uh but yeah maybe you're listening to today's show and you heard one of these descriptions you're like yeah that does kind of sound like me and you can see in each of these profiles and each of these investing uh, kind of identities, there's positives for sure in each one of these. You know, hey, I, I don't have any problem taking risk. Well, that's great compared to the person that's scared to take any risk whatsoever. I think that's the thing to take away from this is we all have advantages based on our biases and our personalities and all these kinds of things. But the flip side of that, we all have weaknesses too and uh, areas where maybe we, we have a blind side when it comes to our financial life and investing. And so that's where somebody like Kevin can come in as a financial coach, as your retirement barista, if you will, if we stick with the theme of the show Ooh, today. I like that. Yeah. And they can help make recommendations to you to uh, maybe you've you've never tried a little cream and sugar in your in your coffee or, you know, maybe, uh, you, you know, you, you don't like the cream, but uh, hey, you can put almond milk in there. Maybe they can make some recommendations to uh, get your uh, feeling a little bit better about what you're doing in your finances, in your retirement, get you more confident in that plan, point out some of the weaknesses, some of the areas where you need to improve. That's what it's all about. And that's what Kevin's doing in the office each and every day with his clients. And so if you'd like to have a conversation about your plan and how you can get some customization, how you can get comprehensive planning done, all of that is covered in the simplicity process that Kevin will take you through. If you'd like to set up time for an initial visit, just to ask some questions that might be on your mind and to learn a little bit more about what it's like to get a solid financial and retirement plan in place, give them a call. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick message. That way Kevin will uh, get your contact info and be able to follow up with you. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. All right, hey, stick with us. we got a lot more coming up on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Stay tuned. No need to make things hard on yourself. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Learn a simpler way to invest. Thanks for joining us today on Simply Financial. Walter here with Kevin Ray, financial coach, Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area. You can find him in his office most of the time in Pinconic. 
uh, or he'll be out on the lake fishing or something like that. Uh, easy, <laughs> easy to you spot may, him. You may see me on Saginaw Bay, yes. That's right. So he's either one or two places. He's either or in the office River. Yep. or he's on the river or the lake or uh, out hunting somewhere. Uh, insightfolios.com is where you can find more information on the website, insightfolios.com. Hey, check out the Simplicitry Express plan while you're there. You can get a mini financial plan without even coming into the office just by going to insightfolios.com and look for the Simplicitry Express button. It's a good starting point for some folks uh, to begin their retirement planning journey. Kevin's got about three decades of experience, so he's met with a lot of people over the years uh, helping them plan for retirement and their financial future. And on today's show, we're talking about what that first visit with Kevin looks like. Kevin, I also want to know what's a common issue or strategy that you end up pointing out to people that they didn't even know to ask about? Like wh- when do you uncover those, you know, the things that you didn't even know that you needed to know? Where are you finding those elements most of the time? Wow, that's a good question, Walter. And it's typically the same thing. So when we build your simplicity plan, your income plan, when you come in, there's typically what we call a shortfall. So and the shortfall is this, you need $50,000 income and you have 40 coming in. So we have a shortfall of $10,000. Where does that shortfall? How do we fill that shortfall? And that's from the investments that you've saved over time. So I tell everybody, whether you fix it yourself, I fix it, you have somebody else fix it. There's a strategy of how you're going to fill that shortfall from your investments. Now, and the strategies are going to be different for everybody. It's depending on what we call your retirement number. So there's there has to be a strategy put in place, and that strategy has to enable you not to run out of money before you're, you, you leave this earth. And that's the big thing that we see people come into is the shortfall has to be fixed. Now, the shortfall... Typically, everybody has it because when we build the port, we build your plan, we're going to factor in inflation. We know inflation is high right now. So you may not have a shortfall for the first five or six years. So you need that $50,000. Maybe you got 52 coming in. But with inflation, 3%, let's say, that's going to be 51.5 the next year and so on and so forth. Most people will have a shortfall somewhere down the road that we have to we have to deal with. And that's where the planning comes in. That's where the experience comes in. That's what we do here. That's what I love doing is helping people fix that shortfall. I'm going to show you three or four different strategies from different investments that will work to fix that, to fill that in. In other words, I want something that we don't have to sell principal or we don't have to sell um, shares or something. I want something that comes in regardless of what the stock market does. And there are investments that do that. So that's the number one strategy I point out that people, oh, I've never gotten that before. You know, now I'm, now I'm kind of understanding. Because I think what advisors do is they, when you typically come into an advisor's office, you're going to gather all the information and they're going to do the most important thing in, in my mind, and that's build a plan without you there. You need to be involved in building this plan. Why? Because you'll understand it as we go through. It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz pulling the the curtain back, and you can see how we think, and you can see how we build plans, and in my case, you can see I'm going to fill that shortfall. Very helpful there, Kevin, as well. Again, if you've got questions for Kevin, you can call him at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Everybody's situation obviously is different, but there's some common things I'm sure that pop up in meetings from time to time. Uh, Is there ever a case, to switch gears for a moment, Kevin, where you have to tell somebody that you can't help them or that you're not a good fit, perhaps? Yes, Uh, It doesn't happen too often, but there's a couple of scenarios here I can think of. Every once in a while, you know, have somebody come in and we put the plan together for them. Everything looks good. 
you know, they have the diversification they need. They have a good income plan that's producing income. And I'll just, you know, we'll look at it and I say, based on what you're doing, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think you're good to go. We just had that the other day. I had a couple come in uh, with one of their accounts. And I said, I would keep that account that you have because they have a, a, an account in there that you can't typically get outside. And they had a guarantees to it. So, you know, in, in that particular situation, they were all, all good. And then on the other hand, we'll have somebody that'll come in. Maybe they're six months away from a retirement and they didn't save very much and they have a big shortfall and there's no way I can fill it. And we have to have that conversation too. So there's two sides of that story. You're either doing good or you're not doing so good and time has ran out where we don't have enough time to plan, you know, for you to get you up and running and fill that shortfall. And then the, the um, you know, the conversation turns to, well, you're going to have to work a lot longer in that case, but we're going to at least tell you whether you're sitting good or whether you're sitting bad. And then if we can help you, we're going to point you in the right direction. I guess last but not least, Kevin, uh, can you fill in the blank for us as we talk about these uh, these first visits with you in the office? When a visit with you ends, people often say blank. Oh, I get this all the time, and I just had this the other day. It's that they finally understand how their income plan is working. I get that consistently. All right, we, we show your Social Security. We show your pensions. We show the shortfall. We show how investments are going to fill that shortfall. And more often than I would say seven, if we had 10 people come in, Walter, I'd say seven of them would say, I finally get it. Wow. This is, this is easy to understand. This is the first time. And that's why we call it simplicity because we want to keep it simple. This is the first time this has made sense to me in all of these years. We get that consistently for, I would say, seven out of 10 people easily, if not more. And that's the one thing, you know, we, we like to hear. Because if I don't hear that at the end of the meeting, I usually point out, you're confused. What did I mess up? How can we clear it up for you? Well, that's great. When you can clear things up for people, that type of uh, result, I think, is what we ultimately can all strive for and be happy with. You know, if, if we get our understanding uh, improved and we get on a better track, we're all going to be in better shape for it. So if you've got questions for Kevin, you want to tap into that three decades of experience. He was born and raised in Pinconning and, of course, still operates the business right there. Come in, say hello, have a conversation, find out what it takes to get to and all the way through retirement with a solid financial plan. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. Get in touch, have a conversation about your financial life, about your retirement, what you can do to improve things going forward. 888-885-PLAN. Come in for that non-threatening first visit, that initial conversation with Kevin and the team. 888-885-PLAN is the number, 888-885-PLAN. And you can also go online to insightfolios.com if you want more information via the web before you come in. Well, Kevin, thank you for the help. I would say it sounds to me like it doesn't take a whole lot of effort to come in, say hello, have that conversation with you. It's um, a really easy process, yeah, Walter. Yeah, doesn't I sound mean, overwhelming. The, the, the hardest part is getting started for people. That's the hardest part of all of this. P- picking up the phone and making the call, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you can overcome that barrier, uh, it gets easier, and it's really just a nice conversation from there. So pick up the phone, give a call. Again, the number is 888-885-PLAN. More to come. Stay tuned. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin a little bit better on today's program. And our question for you this week, Kevin, I think I'm going to know the answer to this one. But how do you enjoy spending your time alone? 
the answer. Yeah, that f- one, fishing and help. hunting, right? This was fishing and hunting. Yes, I, I really, really look forward to that. Um, you like you know, doing it with others, but also you you are fine going out solo on those activities. Right? Oh yeah, I'll walk out in front of the house and I'll grab the fly rod and just me in the water and whatever I'm trying to catch, or I'll walk out in the woods. And I just it, you know to me that's the ultimate experience, and you get to enjoy nature and yourself and. And just uh, seems where I, I belong. I, 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 can, I can't put it any better. I think I belong there. How about you? Nice. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, I, I would say I, I've enjoyed doing like projects solo sometimes, like, you know, waking up and being like, all right, here's the task for the day. And I like just kind of, you know, especially like if, you know, Connie's working on a particular, uh, when she was working on weekends, I might have a whole Saturday solo and I would just say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to put in some flooring in the, you know, the laundry room or something. And then just kind of having that task where you can really tackle it, go about it, plan it out, go to Home Depot, throw on my headphones or, you know, listen to some music or listen to an audio book or something like that and just, you know, tackle a big task like that. Or I uh, love spending time out in the garage during the fall working on some sort of project or even just cleaning and reorganizing, you know, that kind of stuff I enjoy. Um, you know, if I'm alone, that's not a bad, uh, a bad task to undertake. Yep. When you, for me, when you're, I was out in the woods the other day and I just walked in the, in there and you can hear the birds and all nature and I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, so that's the best, isn't it? That, that's me. And then at night, you know, when the frogs, you're out there and you're you're by yourself. I'm sitting on the deck once in a while reading. I just put the book down. You know, the frogs are chirping in the background and birds are starting to quiet down. It's just it's just the perfect time. Man, that sounds nice to me. No doubt about it. More to come. Stay tuned. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Let's see what people are saying about Simply Financial. Everybody on? Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. Now, back to the show. Well, it's getting close to being that time where we wrap up Simply Financial for the week. Great to be with you today. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios based in Pinconning. If you've got questions, you can reach out to Kevin at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 888- 885-7526. Before we do wrap up, though, we have a few listener questions we want to get to on the show today. Uh, you can submit those questions by emailing Kevin, kevin at insightfolios.com. Allison says, I'm about to turn 65, Kevin, and I plan to continue working for another two to three years, but I just learned that my previous employer's pension plan requires me to start receiving money from that account as soon as I turn 65. I can either take a lump sum of 240000 or I can receive about 1100 a month. Which do you think is better? Well, that's a good problem to have now, isn't it, Walter? Um, I think a lot of people would way. take that, uh, that yeah. dilemma, right? So here's the, here's the pros and cons of both sides. I mean, let's start there. So if you take the lump sum of 240000 you could also take that $1,100 a month. But that's somewhere in a 5 5.5% rate of return just off the top of my head. But when you take the lump sum, you're in control. So whatever you don't use is going to go down to your beneficiary. That's one good aspect of it. The other aspect of it, well, if I take the 1100 per month, and if you're married, you put your spouse on there, and that will continue as long as you both are alive. And, but the minute you are gone, that pension stops. And then if there's any money left over in there, it doesn't come to anybody. Hmm. So the first thing we need to do is we need to figure out your shortfall. Which one's going to help you fill that shortfall better? With 1100 a month, bring your retirement number down or with a $240,000 lump sum, and we do some planning on it, how we're going to create income, bring your retirement number down. So the way I do it in my office, Allison, is we put in both scenarios. 
And we'll look at it mathematically, which way is better. And then we'll look at it the way I just said. Do you want to leave it to somebody? Uh, maybe you don't need that $1,100 per month, and you could do other things with that lump sum. So the quick answer is come into the office. We run it both ways for you, Allison. And then we ask more questions and what you're trying to do with it and so on and so forth. And then we can help you determine the right answer for you. Doing some basic math, it looks like 240000 if you in instead eleven hundred a month, it would take you eighteen years to basically collect two hundred and forty thousand from that eleven hundred a month. So, yeah. you know that that's I know that's just like the first layer of comparison, but that sort of starts to you know give you a picture of why. So you're you're almost eighty five at the point where you're hitting the break even point, whereas you could have had access to that lump sum for twenty twenty years at that point almost to do something with or, or to get it to grow, right, Kevin? Especially if you don't yes. need it right away. You can do some other things with, like you mentioned. If you don't need money. it right away, there's lots of planning opportunities. We can plan for those long-term care examples, legacy, you know, uh, charitable giving. We can do all kinds of things if you if you don't need it. And, and sounds like Allison's about to turn 65 once to work for two or three more years, so your health is probably good. And so there's lots of things. That's why I say come in, we sit down, we, we run all the scenarios, and then we look at it and we say, all right, which one fits you better? Which one's in your best interest? We go from there. Do you ever have situations, Kevin, where let's just keep using Allison's example here where she says, all right, 240 or 1100 a month uh, is what I can do, where you find, okay, you actually do have a shortfall, but it's only 500 a month. So what would you do in a situation like that where 1100 a month in the, you know, kind of taking that option would maybe be overkill? Uh, can you kind of do a half of the lump sum and then half of it turn into that, uh, in, into that you know, pension payout so that it covers that shortfall? You can. Most pensions, when we see them come in, that's a very good question, Walter. But most people, when they come in with their pensions, they have an option. Do I want to take a partial lump sum and do I want to leave the rest there and get a partial monthly income? And... A lot of pensions offer that. So how do you figure that out? Well, again, you sit down and you put that into your plan. And then you can figure it out which way is better for you. But that happens all the time. We just had somebody come in for consumers power here lately and had the same option. And we ran it three different ways, like I said. And then they picked and choose which way they thought was better. And then we ran numbers and we showed how we're going to fill shortfalls and income and those types of things. Very good and very helpful to know. Great question, Allison. Thank you for sending that one in to us. And if you've got a similar plan that you're trying to figure out listening to today's show, give Kevin a call, 888-885-PLAN, 888-885-7526. All right, last question of the week comes to us from Larry. Larry says, here's my situation, Kevin. I have about $1.4 million in retirement savings, about 27000 in credit card debt, and I owe 54000 on my mortgage. Is it worth withdrawing some of my ample retirement savings to pay off the credit cards and the house? Well, Larry, congratulations on accumulating $1.4 million. And it's how much credit card debt? $27,000? $27,000. $27,000 in credit card debt. I'm betting that's a high interest, so that's, to me that's a no-brainer. Pay that off. Now, we're talking about the mortgage. It sounds like you're pretty much down to the end of the mortgage. Again, I'm a big proponent of paying off debt, but... If you're down to the end, let's say the last two or three years of your mortgage, you know most of that payment's going towards principal, very little towards interest. That's a different uh, situation that we look for. So we can run the numbers on that too. So, if, you know, depending how many years, what your interest rate is on those types of things, it may be beneficial to pay it off now. And then you free up that money on your mortgage and you can go right back to probably saving a good portion of it. 
or you just continue paying what you're doing now if you got two or three years left because the majority of your payment is going towards the principal and very little going to interest. And then that 1.4 that you've accumulated, Larry, you probably can, uh, in most cases, get a higher interest rate on the outside, and it kind of offsets that. So if I hope that answers your question, but the best way to figure it out is to sit down and do the planning. Very helpful information there, Kevin, and it's a really great question. Larry, thank you so much, and uh, great job on saving for retirement so well. A couple of things for you to evaluate there, but uh, no major issues there. Yeah, uh, almost always, right, Kevin, you're going to say get rid of that credit card debt <laughs> unless yeah, you've got some incredible rate on yeah, it. Yeah, and I've seen them as high as 28%, so it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy interest, yep. Insane, insane. All right, well, very good. Uh, if you've got questions for Kevin or want to go through that simplicity planning process, once again, all you have to do is call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Get in touch, and he is your financial coach at Insight Folios based in Pinconning. Happy to answer your questions. Come on by, say hello, hop on Zoom, whatever's on your mind. Kevin will be able to walk through it with you if you have any financial questions at all. 888-885-PLAN is the number, 888-885-7526. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. We will talk to you again next time right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.